It's another week. It's another episode of the Dave Stockbridge's on Real Estate Experience Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. I'm Dave Stockbridge, and thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. Uh, to those that have been listening, I thank you so much. We see it in the analytics, and it's wonderful to see that the audience is growing. And to those that have been listening, please subscribe if you haven't already, and leave a review if you can. Uh, when you do that, it helps me with my reach and depth and get this message out there that is making and saving people tens of thousands of dollars in making better real estate decisions. So this week, the big topic of conversation in my blog has been about mental illness and the effect that um, those that are suffering are having on our marketplace. Um, And it's not in ways that might be immediately obvious. So just as a bit of background to this, I've been selling real estate for 20 years now. And during that time, I've seen this uh, mental health epidemic uh, arise. And it's certainly been something that of recent times in particular we're having to deal with on a daily basis and it's not just home sellers that are dealing with a very stressful transaction of course for for a range of reasons it's not always the case that people are buying and selling because it's a it's a happy time in life Um, often it's because of financial duress difficulties in business it can be because of separation or changes in family circumstance or even a death in the family and these are already very very stressful situations Uh, so then when you're I guess if you happen to be somebody so unfortunate as to be suffering uh, from a mental illness such as anxiety and depression these the circumstances compound the symptoms and and uh, and the effect of the illness and this is causing all types of problems for that person and as you can imagine that's filtering through the whole transaction so for home sellers we're, we're finding that we're coming to people at not always the best time in life and then have helping them navigate through uh, a difficult circumstance of sale and maybe it's a circumstance they're not in complete control of and that's also something that can go a long way to compounding the difficulty when it comes to a real estate transaction essentially if you do come to sell a property there are a few things that you are in control of and I guess for those that are old enough to remember Donald Rumsfeld's uh, discussion on the knowns and the unknowns and those knowns that are unknown um, then you know it's very similar to when you are selling there are certain knowns in other words you know you know that you need to sell but the unknowns are who to, how long will that take, what happens if we don't sell, what happens if this, we do sell and the contract falls over, uh, what, what happens. And there's so many whys and so many whats and that arise at this time that people find themselves going down the mental rabbit hole of all the possibilities and scenarios that may be um, counter to what it is, is that, that is their ambition in, the, uh, in this particular transaction. And for those people that are already dealing with difficult circumstances, and of course it's not always a happy time selling, and often people are doing that when they're uh, going through a bad time, you know, whether that's uh, financially under duress, maybe business isn't going as well as what it could, it could be that uh, there's been a death in the family. Uh, and all of these problems in themselves are hugely stressful. And then when you put on top of that a scenario that ultimately you're responsible for, but have very little control over, and that can bring to the surface the anxieties that um, that accompany uh, a lot of uh, mental illnesses already. So 
when we're dealing with people in that situation, we're finding the best thing that we can do is shine a light on the path ahead. In other words, not going too far ahead, but certainly the, the steps, two steps ahead are what we're covering off on. So if somebody's coming to the market, we're explaining to them the effect of coming into the market, the timing, what we can expect from the first week or two of coming to market, when the sign's going to go up, when the brochures will be made, when the property will be released online, when there'll be the first open inspection. And so we're covering off on these, these tiny little steps that help people move through the transaction uh, so that they're completely and fully aware as to where their foot is going to land next. Uh, then, of course, there are certain things that even the agent isn't in control of. And that could be that uh, a purchaser seeking to secure finance that's gone under contract to purchase a property then can't get their finances. Now, this in itself can be hugely stressful for the agent because, of course, we're making a judgment and, and making a suggestion to our vendors based on the very best information that's available. And often at the point of going to contract, the best information available is suggesting that the purchaser is more than likely going to get the finances. And if it wasn't the case, we simply wouldn't make the suggestion to accept the offer in the first place. But of course, circumstances can change and lending criteria seem to be shifting on an almost daily basis. And so it's very difficult to boldly predict um, that a property, uh, that a purchaser securing a property uh, will secure their finances as well. Um, and in that, in itself, that two weeks between going to contract and getting that finance approval can be so stressful because uh, of course, if the finances are approved, it uh, essentially means with two weeks notice, the vendor's moving. And that can be a difficult time in itself, especially if plans haven't been laid because of the uncertainty around the, contract, uh, the, the contractual obligations of the purchaser in securing finances. Um, but if the sale falls over, it can equally pose uh, an issue because many vendors will plan in advance and secure new accommodation or buy a property all on the premise that their property sale is going forward. And when that doesn't happen, then all of a sudden, you know, they look silly. They, they, they feel like they look silly. Um, they, they're not being able to be in fulfilment of the commitments they've made to other people, whether that be to the rental agent they're securing a property with to rent or to the person that they're looking to buy a property from. And there could be much embarrassment as a result of that uh, as well. So as you can see, there are many variables in the sales process that we can't quite control, but we can do a lot to manage. We can manage the expectations around it. We can manage the time frame around it, but we can't always manage the outcome. And that's what becomes particularly stressful for people that are seeking guarantees from their agent. So there are no guarantees in the process other than if you do secure an excellent agent, then the chances are they'll handle all of that much better than say somebody who's less experienced, who hasn't gone through that process hundreds of times before. Of course, really stressful and difficult for buyers, and we find that this is particularly the case when um, there's other pressures on the horizon. For instance, if you're renting a home seeking to buy your first home, and you know your lease is going to be up in two months' time, in other words, if you don't find something in the next two or three weeks, there's every chance you will be homeless or back at mum and dad's. And so there is a particular pressure associated with finding the right home. And when it's your first home, um, it's already a time of uncertainty. It's already a time of difficulty. You've not been through the process before. You're not sure if the agent's trying to rip 
rip you off or you're not sure if the property is exactly what you think it is. In other words, you know, are there issues structurally I don't see? Um, often a first home buyer is relying on advice provided to them by well-intentioned friends and family and that advice in itself isn't always the best to be running with. And so there's all of these factors that come to cons- that, that come up, arise, I guess, to cons- and conspire to bring about an additional layer of stress over the process that, um, uh, although albeit very natural, uh, isn't part of the somebody's op- modus operandi. It's not part of their day-to-day and being outside of that day-to-day activity, outside of that area of their expertise or knowledge uh, can be disillusioning and confusing for many, especially those that are suffering from the symptoms of mental illness. Um, So we're hugely mindful of all of this and we've been developing strategies around how to deal with people that are suffering uh, in this way for quite some time. And so we've, um, we've, and look, this is always evolving as the needs of our community change as well. But we're well placed to be able to advise people as to how to make better decisions based on the experiences of others, based on our own experiences of the marketplace, and also able to more, and I guess this is the, the crucial factor here, shine a light on the path ahead so that our clients, whether they be the buyers or the sellers, although they might not know exactly what the outcome's going to be, they definitely know what's happening the next day and the day ahead of that. Um, they know what the next part of the process is that they need to overcome, whether that be the cooling off period, the building inspection clause, uh, whether that be just carrying out due diligence on the price of a property, for instance. All of these things we're here and able to assist. So I do extend this invitation to anybody that's out there and that's suffering, who's finding the process of buying and selling extremely stressful. Never hesitate, regardless of if you're uh, buying or selling through me already, never hesitate to reach out to let me know as to your situation, your question, your query, and I'll more than happily set you straight. Uh, Like I say, this is a free service, and this is something I'm just happy to share my 20 years worth of experience, so you're better positioned to make a a decision that's in your favour and your best interest. Um, Often I find that people are quite intuitive and feel when they're making a great decision, but then some doubt can arise. And it's in those moments of doubt that they'll seek the advice of well-intentioned friends and family who don't always have at their disposal the right information to share at that time. They want to, they want to support you. They want to provide you with the right advice. They don't always know, though, what the right advice is to provide you. So if I can fill in any of those blanks for you, please never hesitate. Please like my Facebook page if you haven't already. Send me a message. Reach out to me via email log on and and join our newsletter so that you are better positioned and better able to ultimately make awesome real estate decisions regardless of what it is that you may be suffering from. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoyed this 10 Minutes Real Estate Gold. I try to bring you every week so you can be making the very best decisions in life for you and your family. I hope you enjoy it. If you did like this 10 minutes, please subscribe. Leave me a review and uh, and I'll look forward to bringing you more next week. Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast is brought to you by the Influencers and Innovators Podcast. Proudly supported by Matthew Norris Visual Productions. I'm Dave Stockbridge. Thanks so much for joining us once again and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week.